Ah, geez, scare. What's that time again, huh? Ah, the br- bridge. Going up again. Yeah, uh, well, it gives us an opportunity. Huh? I you... really I really appreciate the opportunities to jibber-jabber with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What have you been thinking about? Well, you know, when I grew up in uh, the beautiful Esco, um, we lived in a neighborhood, but it was fairly rural. And I, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of traffic down our dirt road. I rode my my little bicycle with its little streamers <laughs> and re- do you remember right I, down the middle of the road Oh, right down the middle of the road i mean yes. unless i had to avoid a pothole of course oh, well, yeah. and my little pink bike with its training wheels and remember i wore used those training wheels for so long they actually bent up yeah. at like a 30 45 degree yeah angle. that's how you learned how to ride a bike <laughs> those things were up they were like at 90 degrees to the road and oh. yeah you were balancing just fine i took them off you i don't know if you knew any different i know says that's <laughs> how it goes yeah they don't work well on a dirt road anyway no no so that's you know that's how i that's how i grew up it was pretty idyllic yeah, out yeah. there in the country and i i do think about um, what it's like to grow up in the city, which you, of course, had oh, the yeah. opportunity to do. And we've talked about where you grew up um, over there in the in the West End several times. We talked about the Bryant School yeah, in our yeah. um, inaugural episode, your ability to walk over to your school. Um, but it also occurred to me that when you were growing up, I-35 did not exist. Oh, no, no, there is no I-35. Um, we called it Grand Avenue. I guess it's actually Third Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a main main drag, main thoroughfare, uh, just as uh, Superior Street was. I guess technically Highway 23 and 61 came down Grand Avenue, down Carlton Avenue, onto Superior Street, and just kept on going from there. Uh, but uh, Grand Avenue, Third Street, uh, was quite busy. You know, in that area. Now, I grew up just up from Harrison, just in the first block of Devonshire Street. And, yeah, that was city. That was a whole uh, whole different whole different time and, and thing uh, from where you grew up in what was uh, semi-rural. Um, and it, it was wonderful. You know, it, it's, it's all I ever knew. Mm-hmm. And it was great. I mean, my friends... Uh, oh, there had to have been, I don't know, I won't count on, on my fingers right now, but between seven and ten of us that were around the same age lived on the same block across the street from one another, but nonetheless. And we simply, you know, announced to our parents that we're going out to play, and it was okay, and uh, they would see us later. Yep. And I had learned at a, a very tender age uh, how to cross a street because it was busy. You know, it was a city street, um, so we learned. So let's know. so paint the wait 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 paint the picture for me because we did talk about going downtown to do the, your shopping um, downtown Duluth as it exists today. But I know you were not going downtown to do regular sorts of shopping, like to go to the grocery store, go to things like oh. that, or like I don't know, like paint. But paint us a picture of what that particular area looked like? You know, when I think about it, it was amazing in that there were so many things contained in 
just a few city blocks that, no, you you didn't need to go downtown. Going town, downtown was a special occasion. Uh, oh, no, no, anything you needed. Uh, all you had to do was walk down the street from on Devonshire Street. They're about a half block and uh, cross Grand Avenue for the most part. And uh, boom, you you had everything you needed. Now, I, I will say, <laughs> and I've observed this in this world these days, that when we crossed Grand Avenue, the way to cross a busy street is you look to the left and you look to the right. If you, there were no cars coming to your left, you could cross and you could go stand in the uh, middle of the street right on the yellow line. Wait, wait, wait. And what? There would be cars coming. You'd be in the middle of the road, and there'd be cars coming, and you're just like, I'm just going to wait for you to go by. Yeah, like, yeah. You could take it at... That's like a game of Frogger. How did nope. you not get plastered onto nope. the road? Well, because everybody knew that was the way it worked. You would stand on the yellow line there, and the cars would come past you then and behind you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they maybe they were smarter drivers, and they knew enough that they shouldn't hit the pedestrian. I find that deeply but, uncomfortable. <laughs> Very uncomfortable I, that you were standing in the middle of that road. I would, and I was a pretty small boy when I was doing it by myself. Like how old? And oh, probably seven or eight years old. Oh boy, I don't like it. Well, I knew what I was doing. I know, but you're just a little, little dude. Well, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, okay. Okay. And you just and you just stand there and wait till it was clear again right, to your right and continue on with your crossing. Oh, I don't like it. You I do, don't like it. You know what it's uh, like. You know what it's like? Yeah. It's kind of like uh, when you're driving up Central Entrance these days, and they have that middle turn lane that goes all oh, you yeah. know all the way down yeah. Central Entrance. Yeah. And there's people who will come out of like McDonald's and they want to take a left, and they'll pull in driving. To the, yes, not walking. No, driving. not walking. Driving. Yeah. I mean, no. And they and they drive in that middle lane. Oh sure, sure. Oh, and I'm just like, what is it, even happening right now? To merge, they yes. will merge. Yes. Basically, they're going to drive in there, and you better look out. Is I'm, what, what I'm the merge is. Deeply but, uncomfortable yeah. with that as well, and that is mm. in you know we're doing vehicle v vehicle here in this, and you you're just yeah. like this little Snickers just just a kid <laughs> just a kid standing there, right? Oh boy, okay. But you you make your crossing, you're okay. But there were so many things in that area that you know my mother uh, didn't get a driver's license until. Oh, gosh, 1957, I believe it was, 58. So she would have been well into her 30s before she got a driver's license because she didn't need to. You just walked to the store. You know, she still needed to get, eat get up until that needed, point. Right? Yeah, you got to walk, I guess. And there were so many businesses that were in that area. It was just crazy. I mean, going down Devonshire Street and making that crossing, if you went straight ahead, basically you're at the Harrison Fieldhouse. Mm-hmm. And that, of course, was a great place for us to play anyway because we had all of those things that you see pictured uh, on the Internet of uh, dangerous things for kids, a little uh, merry-go-round thing that, uh, you know, half a dozen of you would go down there and, and, and about four of them would hang on for dear life and the others would uh, be on the side there and, and with one leg out uh, paddling away trying to get it going faster and faster and get the other ones to fly off yeah hey. that was that was the that was the goal oh all morning you could oh, do that oh yes too. and you'd fall off oh, 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 oh. you know <laughs> it, it was 
you weren't falling off into sawdust, I'll tell you that. Yeah. But, uh-huh. uh, you know, the, the truly worthy could hang on uh, for at any speed. And, of course, the hot metal slide that had kind of hump in the middle there, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. probably about a story, a story and a half high ladder that you'd climb up and go down this screaming hot thing. and Sure, and it'd have sides, but the sides were about, oh, maybe three, oh, four inches. Yeah, they were tall sides, <laughs> yeah. about three or four inches. Yeah. Mm-hmm, sure, mm-hmm, sure, mm-hmm. You, you weren't going to fall off. No. And you know why you wouldn't fall off? Why is that? Because you weren't an idiot. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't, don't climb over that. You're going to get hurt, okay? This is really... We were fairly smart kids. A culling, a culling of the herd, um, oh, yeah. it, this would be... Oh, yeah. um, you know, not not to make light of of people who would get hurt on on such things, but well, uh, one would have to learn to be fairly, fairly smart, fairly fast about those things. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You had to mm-hmm. figure this stuff out, and there were those things to play with. There were swings down there too. I don't know how much of this stuff is still there, but swings, and the the horizontal post for the swings was way the heck up there. So it had a huge, long chain yeah. going to the swing itself. Yeah. You could get going a million feet in the air with them bad boys. It didn't take you too long. And, you know, you were really swinging with that swing. And, you know, don't be a fool. Don't jump off of this thing. If you jumped up back backwards, you'd probably end up in Grand Avenue. But we were smart. We knew this, right? Like tiny missiles. <laughs> fleshy, fleshy missiles. Shooting into the street. Oh, and your blue jeans. Oh, but, but we didn't boy. do my blue jeans that were yeah. rolled up because, yes, you know. Yes, because it's summer and you yes, wouldn't wear shorts right. as we've already established. Well, there is that, yeah. Oh, okay. Sure, but anyway, uh, you know, you could cross the street and, and right there was Garen Brothers Grocery. Garen Brothers, and okay. Garen Brothers, Jaime and Abe were the proprietors. And one of my friends uh, had one of the little old widows just up the street would call him and uh, tell him. And, and she always used his wrong name. Uh, she always called him Eddie. Eddie wasn't his name, but, you know, he was polite and didn't try to correct her. Mm. Eddie, will you go to Garen's and get a pound of hamburger for me? They will have it ready. So we'd go to Garen's and... and uh, you know, stand up there, and Jaime ran the cash register, and he would uh, holler back to Aby, Aby, where's that pound of hamburger for Mrs. Tranvik? It's back here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we would get the pound of hamburger for her and walk it up to her house, and she would give him a nickel and thank him, and, you know, it was just, but that was just, you know, another one of those little grocery stores. Now, there were several stores in that area, but she she liked Garen Brothers, for whatever reason. Wait, wasn't Garen Brothers? Didn't they have a like a jeweler? Were they a jeweler too? Uh, there was a Garen's jeweler downtown. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Pro- let's but probably a relation. I don't know. No it, way to know. Need I to, don't know how many Garen's there are. If it's like Johnson, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> are they yeah. all related? That's right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah, but you know, and then you would go on, and there was uh, some kind of a store that was. Ah, oh, man, I don't remember exactly what it was. Um, uh, uh, perhaps some kind of uh, 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 milk uh, farming supply store or something. I, I just, we, it was not a place we went into. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, just going right along, was the pharmacy, the Rexall drug. Wait, 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 wait. Was there a soda fountain in there? 
No. Oh, man. This is a West End. Come on. I wanted a soda fountain. All right, go ahead. All right, so the pharmacy. Why was the pharmacy a big deal? You get your drugs there. Well, yeah, but, you know, the pharmacy uh, was uh, a drugstore. And the drugstore was not just drugs. You go to the very back to get your prescription, your remedies, your, your you know, over-the-counter stuff. But all of the other miscellany in your life that you would find at like a Walgreens today. Sure. Was at Newman's. Oh, sure. And they were open just good hours and you knew the people and there was also the local liquor store was there. Yes. So when you walked in the liquor store was on the left and uh, it was just you know a, a counter with all these bottles of booze behind it and uh, Al, Al Newman uh, would always man the liquor uh, sales and uh, nice guy they were very nice people a whole lot of them and uh, yeah I remember um, the neighbor some neighbor guys uh, would go down to get uh, to Newman's and of course you knew they went to Newman's because they came back with that that bottle of liquor in the bag mm-hmm. uh, carrying it not unlike a guy would carry a football and I mean, you cradled in it, her yes. arm yep. and uh, don't drop it nope nope that would be kind of an after-dinner thing to go down and uh, get you a jug. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> finish the night. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. man. Okay, so... Oh, it was awesome. Let's but go everything you need, what needed was there, really. Well, I do see that there was there are several, um, in, in my research, I do see that there were several um, beauty shops. I want to specifically point out the Alice Shop of Beauty. Yeah, that was, uh, mm-hmm. I believe that was in the same block. I would go to the Alice Shop and, of Beauty. Uh, I would absolutely go there. My my mother didn't go there. Oh, uh, oh. I don't know that she went anywhere. I think she gave permanence to ladies, and conversely, they would do a permanent, uh, do one for her. So she didn't go to a beauty shop, per se. But next to the beauty shop was Ed's Bakery. Yeah, okay. Like, no. let's be real about bakeries. I, um what? They are the best places on the planet. Oh, man. They provide um, care and concern and Mm. um, sustenance. And um, really, they really feed what what you need. It's what, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's extremely important. A major shout out to all bakeries. Freshly baked, mind you. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, talk about Ed's. Obviously, we know Johnson Bakery that's been around for 70 plus years. Oh, that's been around forever, but I I don't know where they were. Uh, They were some other place. not in that area. Not in that okay. area. So there we was had a lot Ed's. of things in that area. Yeah. But we could go into Ed's. And Ed's was a long, skinny building, a very narrow building. And the uh, display with all the fine uh, baked goods were on the right. And you just kind of, st- between between that counter, there was the wall. I mean, there was nothing on the left side when you went down. And I remember going in there and kind of going towards the back and looking in there. And seeing this great big gigantic mixer, mm-hmm. and it looked just like my mother's mixer, only humongous. Yes, <laughs> I thought, whoa, look at this stuff I, here, you know. I could get in there. And a big old mixing, <laughs> light. yeah. I could go in there and get mixed up. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't. It's it, dangerous. It, it was just, you know, in the scent of the place, and it was very busy all the time. You know, there was a lot of people come in to get the goods. Yep. And my mother was one of them. You know that we would pick up some stuff. And right on the corner then, in that same block, 
was a grocery store. I think it was an IGA, okay. if I remember correctly, but I, I uh, it just escapes me. We never went into that store. <gasps> and I don't why? know why not. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, it was a fine store, uh, but uh, that wasn't our choice. So which you was know. your choice? Well, I'll, I'll, okay, I'll go down the block as to what there was. If oh. you went across the avenue from there on Grand Avenue, same side. I'm sorry, Third Street. Yes. <clears throat> oh, don't. Uh, confusing the people. I, confusing you know, the after people. all these years, I'm, I'm still having trouble with this. But uh, across the street, then, uh, Avenue, was Crane's Variety Store. Uh-oh. Wait, wait, right? wait. Oh, and boy. It, what? This sounds uh, suspiciously like a dime store where you could get random little little tchotchkes and things. Is this a tchotchke score where you can get little tiny items of interest? Would, oh, a, bo- you, would a boy enjoy going into oh, cranes? It was a five and dime, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, if my mother needed some thread or she wanted some kind of a notion, notions. They called them notions. I didn't. I was pretty old before I knew what a notion was. And... I remember the store. There was Mr. and Mrs. Crane. Mr. Crane died, but Mrs. Crane kept the store going. And um, there was a uh, furnace in the basement with the big old grate in the center of the store on the floor that kept the place warm. And in the winter, it, it served you well to go stand over the grate for a few minutes. Sure, yeah, <laughs> get, get, you, get yourself warmed up a little bit. Get you warmed up. Mm-hmm. And uh, to the right, uh, when you walked, after you walked into the right and down that, that uh, aisle, uh, on the right was the toys. <gasps> yes. Yes. Yeah, there were toys. Yes. And there were like little matchbox type cars, those die cast cars. And, uh, you know, probably a three by three area of countertop was devoid, uh, devoted to toys. And they had the glass dividers on the countertop. What? Okay? No, no. To, what do you mean? To se- well, to separate out things in the counter t- on the countertop. There wasn't shelves? There were shelves. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, it was a, a basically a counter, but huh. and and storage was underneath, but the things oh. for display were on top. And they were these little glass divider things that uh, you could change the size of the area of the item you were displaying. Huh. And frequently, you know, there were things that had been there since last time. Um but really, that's that's all I remember in the store because it held my interest. Uh, and sometimes I got something. You know, <gasps> I got like a ten or fifteen cent car. Yes. And um, it, well, it didn't hurt to uh, go check out the inventory. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But you have to and see what's there. And just see if there. it's if it's something that uh, a guy wants or needs. So back in the day, I went back in back to Esco. There used to be F and D Meats. You remember that? Oh yeah, in yeah. beautiful downtown Esco, yeah. the bustling metropolis of Esco, Minnesota. Yes. Yeah, F and D Meats, and they had the same thing. They had a wa- the wall of toys, and I oh, recall, okay. and it was pretty little, um, pretty small. Oh, I, you know, I don't recall going into F and D that much. You don't. I went. I must have gone yeah. with Ma, and um, and looking at the wall of toys, and again, those little sorts of. Little things that are just yeah. like so fun. Like you yeah. put like a little, uh, like a rubber band uh, powered airplane, wooden airplane thing, for example. Good, good oh, times. Oh, they were a favorite. Yeah. Gosh, good I times. loved them. I know. There, mm-hmm. there was a, yeah, always stuff like that. But that was, 
there again, you didn't need to go downtown or go to, there was no mall or anything. You simply went to the store and got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, our grocery store was uh, M&J Super Value. Ah, uh, the Super Value. And Classic. That was, uh, that was on uh, 29th, if I remember right. And uh, the, yeah, they actually had grocery carts and it was uh, very similar to uh, Super One you know, in its layout. Um, I And it was very classy because all of the other stores in the area, you would simply put your stuff on the counter and uh, the guy would ring it up or write it on a tablet in some cases. Mm-hmm. But this place actually had checkout counters and they instead of a, a conveyor belt, they had basically what was a, a turntable. And you put your stuff on your end of the turntable, and it would come along to around to the cashier, uh, so that all of this stuff could be uh, ding, ding, ding. You know, and not ding, ding, ding. Clickety, click, clickety, click, because they had to enter each price and what it was. You know, uh, is it meat? Is it produce? Is it uh, okay? So they would keep track of their stuff that way. Yeah, but that's that, great. That was, that was pretty classy. I like that. That turntable. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, they had. They offered delivery, or uh, you could put your stuff in a paper bag there and drag it out to your car. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they had a uh, uh, late 1950s Studebaker truck that was their delivery truck, pickup truck. I don't know if you could get stuff when it was raining out. I never uh, really checked on that. But that, you know, it was uh, everything you needed for the week was in that little store. M&J Super Value, and across the street there was a gas station. And uh, here again, I just, oh, man, I don't remember the name of that station. Uh, Wally's, I think, Wally's Standard. And it was full service. They could, they would fix your car or you get air in your tires. I remember we'd ride our bikes there and we'd go between the, uh, gra- the gas station building and house next door. And we would uh, check our, our bike tires, make sure that we had our appropriate 32 pounds on there mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. if we're up or down a pound or whatever we could adjust them properly yeah just just being safe mind you mm-hmm. and uh, you know there again uh what you needed was right there you know you need your car fixed bring it over to the gas station simple and that's just the kind of an area it was that uh Across from uh, Crane's Variety was a TV repair shop, Ace TV Repair. And the gentleman who uh, ran it also lived in back. It was a smaller building, mm-hmm. but uh, he was your guy. He was your local TV fixing guy. And he was a nice guy. And when I got interested in radios and TVs and stuff like that, I would uh, pretty much figure out what I needed. And I would go down there, and he would test the tube and tell me if it was good or bad. And if it was uh, bad, I, I'd buy a tube from him. Mm-hmm. You know, good man. Yeah. Good man. And uh, right across the avenue was Parks General Supply. I never really knew what uh, Tony Parks was providing. Uh, it was a gas station many, many years before. Uh, and he would buy and sell kind of a central sales uh, type operation that he would have miscellaneous things that 
uh, when it came in there, the, the local guys would, uh, oh, yeah, we need one of those, and everybody would buy one from Tony Parks or if they took something off their car uh, as they were uh, fixing it up, quotes. Um, you could sell it to Tony. See, you get some cash, mm-hmm. and uh, Tony would resell it to somebody else. Uh, so he was a, a wheeler and dealer. All right. It was, it was an interesting operation, to say the least, mm-hmm. um, in that area. And, and just next to him, uh, there was a, a chiropractor, a doctor of chiropractor, who practiced right out of that building. So if you uh, had wrenched your back or something, you could go there. My dad had uh, injury. He drove a tasty bread truck, and he delivered up in uh, Cloquet, Scanlon, Esco, Carlton, and uh, tie rod broke. And uh, he, he drove the truck into a, a retaining wall that was on Highway 45 at the time. Really hurt his back bad. Yes, yeah. And he went to that chiropractor to get it straightened out because, well, I, you know, local guy. Yep. That's what you did. You know, oh, it, yeah, fixing cars uh, down across uh, uh, Chestnut Street, Chestnut Vernon, I'm sorry, across Vernon Street uh, from Bryant School, uh, there was the car club. The car club. The car club, yeah. There's mm. a scuba diving uh, operation working out of there now. But next to that was a building that was a car club, and it was a car repair place. But uh, my brother belonged to that. It was the Street Angels. What? That Street Angels. What does that even mean? A car club with Street Angels? I don't street know. Angels. That was the name of the club. That's what you belonged to. Was it like a biker, like a motorcycle club? It was cars. But cars? Yeah. A motor, like a car club. Like <laughs> dudes, yeah. like do only guys. Yeah, well, Got, older guys, maybe even older guys. They were like 17, 18 years but, old. But all, the, all these, so these kids, these young punks with their ki- <laughs> with their with their fancy <laughs> fancy ve- vehicles yeah. would be hanging out at the car club. The, yeah, and they called themselves the Street Angels. Yeah, they is even, that kind of like the Hell's Angels, only Street Angels because it's Duluth. Possibly. Yeah, <laughs> you'll have to ask him about that. He even has one of the plaques. You had a plaque in your. Uh, on the rear deck there, your rear window, uh, Street Angels. Is it tough, guys? Oh, yeah. Oh, see? Wait, you want to find out? That's what I'm talking about. Huh? You want to find <laughs> Street out? Street Angels. Look at us driving our cars. So they would uh, drive their uh, cars there and uh, perform. Uh, see, you couldn't buy a hot rod. Now, you know, there was, it evolved into a time when you could buy a pretty hot car. Mm-hmm. And at that time, if you wanted to have a hot car, a flashy-looking car, a different-looking car, you had to make it yourself, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. You had to get yourself a big old engine and plunk it down into something and make it fit and make it work. And there was a lot of that creativity going on at that place. That was part of the car club culture so to do that. So it was both a crafting club Oh, don't say crafting And club. a club oh of no, no. cool dudes. Ugh. Cool dudes who craft <laughs> on their cars. <laughs> Car crafters. No, stop, stop. Crafting club <laughs> with two Ks. Crafting with a K, <laughs> club with a K. <laughs> oh, boy. Boy, that, there. Yeah. That is hilarious. What's I'm going to have buzz- a bunch of elders real mad at me listening noise? to this. That's a lot of elders turning over in their grave, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> That's what that buzzing noise is. Jeez. So I Not think, cr- oh, oh I know. Okay, so listen, I think. Wh- but that was that was a place for the uh, those guys that were interested in that stuff to hang out and do that. 
okay? Yeah. Just that simple. If you needed a haircut, you could go just down over towards Harrison a little bit there and get a haircut from Pete. Oh, Pete, of course. Pete, the local barber. And uh, Pete had an accent, uh, and I don't know what it was, uh, but you would go in to see Pete, and, uh, you know, what'll it be? Butch, GI, regular... And whatever you ask for, you pretty much look the same yeah. <laughs> when you come out. The sides was buzzed and it was shorter. Butch or GI. What or, do you or, want? Or, re- or regular. Or regular. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you came out and he used some of that stuff. He'd splash on your head there so you smelled like a new ha- haircut and got yeah. you some Vitalis in your hair so it would lay down right. And like, I'm going to need the butch because I'm going to go down way. to the cars, car crafting club. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so and, to look like a tough know, guy. You'd pay like a buck and a half for your haircut. It took him about a half half an hour to 45 minutes to, to craft a haircut for you. Oh, well, I mean, this is a science for oh, sure. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. Oh, those were good old days. And I do have to say that, you know, thinking about this stuff, and I've brought it up before, but down by the A&W, and yeah, the A&W is there too. You could go down on your bicycle, your car, whatever, go to the drive-in. It was just a few blocks from home. But there was a place across from the A&W where Chestnut Street crosses there. Mm -hmm. And it was a drive-in. And I've discussed with some of my uh, people, was there, do you remember the drive-in, what the name of it was? And I know from looking in the... uh, uh, City of Duluth uh, registry that yes there was and it was at 3202 3rd uh, Street and it was called the Wee Drive-In W-E-E Drive-In it was just a little small white building I know they served ice cream there I don't know what else they did but yeah there was a little drive-in so I, I am vindicated here with a, a 19 I believe it's 1959 um uh, Duluth registry yeah I, I don't remember yeah it is a 59 uh, that that was there everyone so All right. let's it, have some it exists and someday we could get into churches there were churches going down that holy smokes but anyway everything was right there in that area uh, so yeah it, it's a different thing than, than how you grew up so listen the bridge is the bridge is coming back down but yeah. I have one more question Yes. How did they, I mean, this does not really exist in the same way in Duluth. It pro- probably exists in other places, but how did this color your view? Like, how do you think about, it does, I mean, did it influence kind of who you are? Of course it did. Uh, a person tries to be as open-minded and understanding of changes, but that's where I came from. That's what formed who I am and I'm certainly not going to apologize for it. I'm not going to try to explain it away. It just that's helped make me who I am today. Good, bad, or indifferent. There you go. That's it. Anyway, we got to get going here and uh, yes. that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's fun, to think, to, talk about fun to think about that neighborhood and all that existed down there just in that little spot and that's just one little neck of the woods yeah, in this just a big old city long city, right? <laughs> yeah, the thriving metro- metropolis we call Duluth. Absolutely. 
Thanks. Well, I tell you, we'll get going here, and I just need you to know that the Getting Bridge podcast is researched and written by Kelly Halston Erickson, remembered and recorded by Jerry Halston at the compound at, on Park Point, and produced by Jerry Halston and Kelly Halston Erickson. So we have no one to blame but ourselves. Sources are compiled at rss.com slash podcasts slash gettingbridged. And you can ask questions and comment on our episodes on Instagram at Getting Bridged. Joining our Facebook group by searching for Getting Bridged Podcast and by emailing us at gettingbridged at gmail.com. Special thanks to Mary and Dan. You know who you are. And to the many people in our lives for whom reminiscing is a varsity sport. <laughs>